like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to PCP Pop Culture. Hey, hey! What up, pop Yo. culture? <laughs> What are we? What are we doing? What a week are we appropriating? I don't know. I know. I know. We're trying to sound. I don't even know. Like, why are we but, trying to sound cool? We're not cool. We are. We are not cool. Two of us no. are middle aged. One of them looks it. So, it's fair. It's fair. I'm. I'm still. I'm just a 37 year old teenager, and um, coming into my own. I think, Finally growing into yourself. <laughs> Discovering the world. Feeling yourself, yeah. yeah. Making mistakes, finding... <laughs> Anyways, you know, that's actually... It started out a little slow in pop culture this week. You know, it was the holidays, a little break in the news cycle, Thanksgiving, blah, 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 and then boom. We all finished our Thanksgiving dinners Thursday night, log into Instagram... Paris Hilton made the announcement. Mm -hmm. She had another baby, little London, a girl. I mean, she always said if she had when she had a girl, she was going to name her London. I feel so so stupid because I I I saw the name London. I'm like, oh cool, she's going to go. She's going with the city thing with this kid. I'm like, oh, she kind of did with the first one. I didn't really occur to me that Phoenix is a city, even though she. I'm sure she was going more mythical bird. Uh, which is what I always assume. But now that she went London, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, is she just doing cities? Because that's cool. But Phoenix would be a random city to start with. Yeah, Phoenix is kind of a meh city. Sorry, Arizona. Not sorry. I've spent too much time there. If she had done Scottsdale, then okay. Tucson, Ram? Yeah, that'd be a good name. I think Phoenix, if you think about it, that's her son who um, she had in January. I think that may have been, that was during the cycle of her book and her documentary. And I think it's the mythical thing, like rising from the ashes, oh, yeah. finding yeah, strength. That's why the, the city never even occurred to me until I thought yeah. about it now. I was like, yeah, I'm sure it's the bird. The, the London name is, by the way, we haven't seen the kid yet. She did show, you know. Mm-mm. So she hasn't revealed her yet, but I think a gr- I mean she it's such a girl family and she's such a girly girl that she even called her in the announcement her little princess. It's like that baby London is literally a little princess. <laughs> so that's gonna be but um what was I thinking? Oh, so I saw these memes on social media about it because they're okay so we get it the paris and the london but there's our young people younger than us hard to believe hard to believe we're just Mm, we're just coming into our own (laughs) but (laughs) who think it's a callback to sweet life and zach and cody london tipped in the hotel heiress the character on the show 
was that Brenda Song? Right. Who yes. Was like, I, yeah. Who plays an airheaded hotel heiress named London Tipton. Oh. And these kids are so young. They don't go back to 2004 like we do. They don't realize. It's like, what's that? Like meta? Full that London Tipton is based on yeah. Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's a pretty easy thing yeah. to figure out. But I was watching all these like youths, these like young, I think they call them like Gen Zers or something. I was like, oh, wow, it doesn't, they're so far removed of what to me was the heyday of pop culture and celebrity life that they can't, this is part of like some remote childhood memory. I was like, wow. That. But yeah, so <laughs> Paris, I, I, don't, I don't know how old the kid is. I mean, we don't know because she had it, I imagine, via surrogate because she's been out and about and she was in Vegas last week. So, um, mm-hmm. but it is timed, I imagine, to announce because uh, Paris in Love season two is out this week, November 30. I think that's Thursday. So what a way to drop it. I mean, she's she's great at that. She's yeah. great at <laughs> she's great at publicity. I mean, she's yeah. great at that. So yeah, so, I know that. So um, yeah, I I don't even know what to say. I saw a screener. I saw like a little pre screener. You can't. It's this will air. This episode's out Tuesday. The show premieres Thursday, so can't spoil. But it is about... Maybe we'll talk about it if people like it, and it's good in the weeks to come. But, um, I mean, it is about her journey. She's basically... The season debuting is about her secret journey, having Phoenix, her first baby, her son. And a week before this, it's very, it's, it's very Kardashian-coded. We're following along, and then we we Mm -hmm. follow it along in the news, and then we watch it on the show. So I wonder if season three is in the works. London in love. I mean, it has to be. (laughs) London in love. (laughs) Love in London. I don't know. I'm waiting for the People magazine spread. So that was my big excitement for the week. (laughs) Yeah. Was... Was Kathy finding out in that in the episode you screened, or is that later on in the season? I can't say, but you'll see. Okay. Fair enough. It, it's Fair a enough. journey. I've, I haven't seen the whole season. You know, just like the premieres. The premieres Thursday, but um, yeah, does yeah. We'll circle back to this next week. Yeah, what other families are out there? From social, from reality TV. Well, you already mentioned one of them mm. as a callback to Kardashians. Yeah. The Kardashians. Yeah, big Kim news. They uh, they just announced mm-hmm. that Netflix won a bidding war. Uh, who knows how much bidding there was? That could have been leaked from the Kardashians. They made it seem like every studio in the city wanted part of this movie, but that a Kim Kim Kardashian starring rom com um, has Netflix bought it. And it has not been written yet. It has not been shot. It has not been written. There's no, they have the name of it, which is very strange. The name is called The Fifth Wheel. Mm. And we know it's a, it's going to be a female driven rom-com. Uh, I don't know if they're going for like an R or like a more raunchy or if it, they haven't really said, but the, it, it's shock. 
the not been written yet is kind of weird that they were just because mm-hmm. it was purchased like Netflix has different departments for different levels of like cost. Mm. They have like a low budget indie, then they have a middle, I think they call it like mid budget, and then they have the big budget. This, they said, is going to fall under the mid budget, which gives it uh, a, um, basically could cost anywhere between 30 and $80 million. I doubt they're making wow. a Kim Kardashian rom-com that's going to cost $80 million, but that's generally the size film that this department mm-hmm. works. Um, and it was it's written by uh, uh, Paula Pell who's a uh, pretty well-known stand-up and writer. She was a writer for SNL. She's been a writer for a, a number of things. She is the one who came up with the idea. And um, she said that she the reason that they were able to, to pitch it with Kim, even though they haven't written it yet, is because they had her in mind from the very jump, from the idea, which maybe the cynic in me is like, she may have just done that just to get the movie greenlit. Um, because how else, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that just like, yeah, we're going to put Kim in it. Now Netflix is like, go on. So who knows? Cause Kim's on a kick now where she's like getting into acting with like American history, uh, horror story, which I, I heard she's actually pretty decent on. Maybe she's not. I don't know. I think people's <sighs> expectations of her acting was so, were so low that they were like, yeah, she was pretty good. So I don't know about her leading like a rom-com. I was a little puzzled in that I Kim Kardashian is not like the fun when they're like a Kim Kardashian comedy. I was like a parody of Kim Kardashian. Like she's not the she's not the comic relief on this show. She's a pretty flat personality. So I, I can't imagine her of bringing out big laughs in people. And on the Kardashians. They're always saying, they're like, Kim, you're so fun. I remember the the previous or a couple of seasons ago, like the first season or whatever, when she was doing SNL, they're like, no, you're so funny, Kim. You're so funny. Like, people need to know how funny you are. And I was like, excuse me? I still haven't seen it. Like The, the other thing I, I was know. trying to piece know. together is um, it's called The Fifth Wheel. And it's being created by Kim. There are the five sisters between the Kardashian and the Jenners. And I thought this was another jab at Courtney for being the least famous of them, possibly, or the least fun. <laughs> like, Kim, another <gasps> like attempt at Kim to single her out and make her feel excluded. Yeah. I was oh like, who would gosh. the fifth wheel be in those five sisters? And I was like, Courtney. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm hmm. But I take back all those Ew. jokes and criticism <laughs> if they have a role for me. Just <laughs> Ditto. Yep. I love Kim Kardashian. I never yeah. say anything bad about her. Kimberly, Kimberly Noel. We share the same middle names. So <laughs> yeah. And I watched the, the House of Kardashian uh, little docuseries on Peacock during the break. And that was, that was interesting. Um, I don't know. It was it was interesting because especially because it was a lot of Caitlyn, and so I'm just like, oh, Caitlyn. yeah, um, yeah. And but then but then they have Joe Francis in there, who no, I still Joe Francis, ooh, but he's still good friends with them. Still, so like, you mean they haven't? Uh, co- I mean, obviously, I know the, I the Cabo so. episode and all that stuff, but considering what he's his reputation is, I'm surprised. They haven't put that French association on the back burner. As far as I can tell, they have not. So, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. It was was interesting to watch, Mm -hmm. but yeah. 
I was just like, Meh. Eh, I, yeah, I guess it's... that's neither here nor there. If you're interested in watching it, watch it. <laughs> I, I say, yeah, I guess there's been a little bit darker news, a little bit more. Uh, it's not all babies and heiresses. <laughs> In no celebrity pop culture, even though that is the pop culture mm-hmm. I like and the world I believe in. I know there are other elements out there that are not as innocent as I am, not as wholesome. You guys can't see, but I'm pouting my oh, yeah. lower lip. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about it last week about Diddy and Cassie, Cassie's lawsuit mm-hmm. against Diddy. And then her saddling and, um, and then, and we talked about how Aubrey O'Day was upset and I agree. I was like, I understand why Aubrey's upset and I agree with her being upset, but also at the same time, like, I also understand why Cassie's saddling. Um, but, and I was hopeful and I think, and the hope is coming true that, that people are really speaking out now. Like more people feel that they can speak out since that lawsuit came out, since details of what Diddy does, mm-hmm. Diddy did to, to Cassie came out. I think it's more because of the details that came out. Mm-hmm. More people are like coming out and saying, and then also people who have come out in the past and said stuff are now being revisited and being believed mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, brushed off as like you're a disgruntled ex-employee or you're a disgruntled artist who didn't get anywhere blah 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 like no you've got you've got his old um bodyguard gene deal who's been talking a lot now he admits that he didn't know cassie but he's basically like the stuff that cassie said happened he did to kim Mm -hmm. porter his Mm ex-wife or his not ex-wife his ex-girlfriend baby mama that he was with for a long time he's like he did the same thing to her in fact he even tells a story about how when Diddy was when he was puffy and he was or I don't know I forget when he changed his name anyway when he was with J-Lo he left J-Lo one day one night gets in the car and then calls Kim Kim doesn't answer the babysitter answers and he asks the babysitter where Kim is and it's like Kim's out and so basically he's like we're not going home until we find out where Kim is. And they drove all around Manhattan trying to find out where Kim was because he's got to be in control with oh. Kim. Even though he wasn't with Kim anymore and he was with J-Lo, mm-hmm. he had to like know where Kim was yeah. and like control what Kim did, like always. And and it, it we should also be, should be noted that um, Kim cannot herself file a lawsuit because she – you're talking about Kim uh, Porter, right? Kim Kim Porter, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Because she she has sadly passed away, like I don't know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. she cannot corroborate or file her own lawsuit. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I always thought that Kim was like the Porter. Now you, if you say Kim, people think Carter. I just yeah, Kim that's Porter why I wanted was to specify. like the yeah. love of his life. I, I didn't know this dark side. No, I know she died in like a, a really expensive house he had set her up in in Toluca Lake. In Toluca Lake, yeah. She was taken yeah. care of financially. Which apparently Kamora yeah. Lee Simmons asked her, begged her not to take that mm. house, not to leave New York City and move to California to move into that house because because she was like, if you if you move in with him, then he has mm-hmm. you. 
Like if you take all these material things, he has you, even though he's not with you. He even like, he said in an Essence magazine article in December of 2006, he said that he had no plans to marry Kim Porter. And he said, I know she deserves to get married, but I'm just not ready. It's not a reflection of how much I love him. It's just I'm learning how to be a good boyfriend. When I'm finished with this step, I'll move on to the next. And then he broke up with her like a few months Yikes. later. Yikes. Like, this is this is not a serious man. This is not a man who ever wants to be in a relationship. He just wants to control people. And so then he controlled Kim Porter. And so there's also he that Gene Deal talked about how he said, so going back to Aubrey O'Day and Danity Kane. He apparently said in a recording studio one time while they were, they were recording, he said in front of other people, Diddy did, said, this is allegedly, this is what Gene Deal says on The Art of Conversation. So you can look it up on YouTube. He said, I'm going to drug those girls and pimp them out. Hmm. What did he do to Cassie? Mm. What does Cassie allege in her lawsuit that he did to her? Yep. Drugged her and pimped her out. Wow. So this is like... Years before. And like, let's not get it twisted too. You know, he was, he was like 35, 37, something like that. Cassie was 19 when they got together. Like she was technically an adult, but that was grooming there, right there. What this is, this Um, is an honest question. What was he, is this for business mm -hmm. favors that he was, he didn't need the cash. So I want to know what. Is it like some kind of weird alliance, like a business favor from a powerful per- fellow powerful person? It's like it's not like he needed to pocket a hundred dollars. So it's weird to me. I I'm just supposing here. I think it's like a couple of things. I think one, it's a power mm-hmm. move because a lot of times, you know, like sexual assault is not about sex necessarily it's about power it's about having power over somebody and so when you just show somebody that you can have power over them that you can make them do this stuff that they don't have that power agency over that body it has that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot of control you know the stuff with r kelly has shown that us that as well um but also there is a darker discussion that he had basically like sex parties where he would pimp out people to like hire like people in the music industry. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's very alleged and that's a bigger thing, but he would do that with women, but he would also do that with men. It's kind of, so it's known that Clive, Clive Davis was bisexual Mm -hmm. and he was a mentor of, of P Diddy. And, and it's kind of come out that, that Diddy is bisexual as well. I've heard that. This is not about sexuality at all, but this is about, Again, this is about power, showing that you have power over somebody. So it doesn't matter if it was a male or a female that he is pimping out. It doesn't matter if it's a male or female that he's forcing to have sex with him. It doesn't matter. It's about that power. And this is about a person who is that that much of a psychopath, and in my opinion, that he needs to have power over people like this in all you know parts of their life. And I think it would be, I mean, let's also look at it too. How many of Diddy's artists either are A, still alive, like big artists, or are still big? Like, this is not a man who creates stars that stay around or stay big. Like, either they die 
or he doesn't he doesn't promote them they they get one or two maybe like really good albums and then he's on to the next thing or it's all about him you know what i mean bad boy records is never about and the record industry has never been about him making good artists this is about him being famous i I was trying to think about the last time he was really on top because i mean there was a time he was like like it was like him and Jay-Z, you know, titans of this. And Diddy was a whole lifestyle and the white party. I dreamed yes. of going to the white party. Mm-hmm. And those haven't happened since 2009. Not the real ones. The original Diddy yeah. white parties. So that, and I was like, what was the last song that I liked of his? It was like on the radio. And it's probably been 10 years. It was that one with, um, it's like last night. Oh, couldn't even. It's called last an night. Answer. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's called really last catchy. night. Yeah, yeah. And if you hear the lyrics, though, it's kind of about a guy stalking a girl who's trying to avoid him. So well, it, it's well, been a while also, since he's yeah. not Jay Z level anymore. Well, Stacy, I would say, how dare you? Because his very first act on making the band O Town. Uh, they're still around and kicking. They're touring with 98 degrees right now. So that tells you they're still in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Right? Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. I apologize, Otel. I apologize. But I'm sure they have some stories about him. But I, I would also say that... His other... I mean, his other making the band bands aren't anywhere. No, no, They've no, no. They've all been disbanded. No. Uh, but not not only getting back to... You said the, the power trip of him, like, pimping these women out. It was also the... It's clearly some sort of kink because he likes to film them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Cassie, imp- mm-hmm. Cassie's allegation was that he would get these male prostitutes, make her sleep with them. He would film it and then he'd watch the, the stuff later. And um, uh, several other accusers have come out over the last few days. One of them was a woman named Joy Nickerson, D- Joy Dickerson Neal, who is, uh, he claims he raped her when she was a Syracuse student in 1991. Mm-hmm. So this is 30, what, 32 years ago. And she claims that as part of that encounter where she was raped and unconscious, he filmed it. And and evidently stories have gone around for years that he still shows that video to people. So it's clearly it's power and a kink of some kind. Um, Mm -hmm. And and he like he apparently she found out about that because a friend, a male friend of hers came to her Mm -hmm. and said, there's a video of you going around and she was horrified. And that's, it's a kink and it's another way of, of, of gaining power over somebody, especially because a, a woman, it just makes a woman look bad. And B, if it's, if it's a man, then, you know, he's dealing with his sexuality, whether or not he is, you know, no matter what his sexuality is either. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it puts everybody in a compromising position, except for usually the, uh, the perpetrator, you know, which is sad. I told you guys in the text, um, this was, I don't even know the math. It's been a long time because I haven't spoken to this person in a long time. But my friend who was, uh, was, or for all I know, still is a model, stunning, like dropped, like kind of Lisa Hochstein-ish, but before all the plastic surgery. You know, she was walking down Sunset on the sun, like West Hollywood, leaving her office building, like 9200 or whatever, that big building, right, when you enter the Sunset Strip. Oh, yeah. Anyways, 
the Maybach pulls over. Did he spotted her? She was she was a video vixen sometimes too. Anyways, spotted her, had her driver pull over, and he he stopped her on the street, asked her out. She said no. He gave her this had to be the two thousands, like two thousand eight, because he gave her a card to call her, and she never mm-hmm. called. She was not interested. She was creeped out, and I was I was livid. <laughs> I was like, wow, could you say no? <laughs> like, maybe she had heard things. I don't know. I guess she dodged a bullet. But at the time, I was just, like, dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. If Diddy had pulled over <laughs> in his Maybach and told me to hop in. <laughs> you would have been. I would have been like. <laughs> you would have waited for the car second. to stop. You oh, just yeah, you would have had to pull over. I would have just thrown myself on the hood <laughs> while it was going 50 down <laughs> the street. Yeah. Take, no, but so. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. So, I don't know what she knew, but. Well, sometimes it's also just a vibe that you get. You're just like, ah, there's something yeah. off here. We, we, should, we should also point out the reason that these particular lawsuits against Diddy have come out this week, as well as a number of other ones that you may have heard about, is because of the, um, the expiration date of the Adult Survivors Act, which is mm-hmm. a, uh, it's a, it was a law enacted last year in New York that essentially lifted the statute of limitations for sexual assault uh, lawsuits, it's not not criminal. The statute of limitations for criminal still exist, but statute of limitations for suing for civil lawsuits um, lifted them for one year. So it was November of last of 2022 until it expired Thanksgiving Day this year. That's why all these lawsuits from 30 years ago and longer are coming out because the, the expiration date was Thanksgiving. So you saw, uh, including Cassie's, you saw three against Diddy. There was one against Axl Rose for a rape of a penthouse model in 1989. Um, Steven Tyler has a couple. So a, a number of them happened this week, but they've also been happening over the last year and people just haven't noticed as much. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, like Steven Tyler was acute, like he had a lawsuit earlier this year with two women who claimed that he um, assaulted mm-hmm. them when they were teenagers and back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, Axl Rose was, was in 89 Cuba Gooding jr. Has a couple that um, one, he actually pled guilty to. Uh, and then another one, he, um, he settled in June that had, that was from 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I completely missed this, but there was a, another Harvey Weinstein lawsuit, which they kind of just, uh, unfortunately, kind of people just blend it's them like all together. It's like this time, it, throw it in the pile. Yeah, how, yeah how same much? with Bill, Bill Cosby has two yeah. new accusers mm-hmm. too. But the one yeah. that I didn't notice with Harvey Weinstein was that it was Julia Ormond. Um, like some, generally when it's a more oh, high profile yeah. accuser, like his, I mean, I... There's that thing where where uh, so many actresses have claimed that that um, you know Harvey Weinstein destroyed their career, like Mira Servino. Um, um, uh, I think Ashley Judd, I believe, accused him as well. Like and and yeah. um, and Julia Ramond. And honestly, if you look at their career, like films, I saw Julia Ramond as like I have not heard that name in a long time. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. well. And piggybacking off of that to kind of go back to Diddy, that's what 
people are saying too, that he could end your career with one phone call if you went against mm. him. So he held Cassie's career over her head. He's held the Danity Kane girls' careers over their head. I mean, he's now offering, he's offering people rights to their music uh, that he never gave them before, but in exchange for them signing mm. NDAs. Oh, is that why so that he's handing it yeah, yeah, and that, it caught people really off yep. guard that he was mm-hmm. doing that over this last year because he is famous famous in the music industry for not giving away rights. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were like, why is he all this, why is he being like magnanimous all of a sudden? And then we saw, we see why. Yep. Yeah. Like when Biggie died, he wouldn't give those rights over to his, his, you know, widow Faith mm-hmm. Evans. Like she was like fighting him and, and all that stuff. And so it's like, Oh, your best friend who's died, who now people are saying he's, he was in charge of that murder too. He basically sacrificed Biggie to pay off some debts. Allegedly. Like everything would, yeah, everything with, with Diddy is, is very dark. It's like crazy days and nights in tea stuff Mm. like like it's kind of like the sickest like weird stuff like that's what's coming out there's there's another woman um jaguar Wright. she's a she's a artist writer um she was like a either a member like like kind of with the roots she was associated with the roots and stuff like that she's come out she said a lot of stuff over the years and said a lot of the same things but she was she's also she she laid down something like really hot she was like hey she's like let's look at it because before Bad Boy, Bad, Bad Boy was born out of Uptown Records. So Uptown Records, it was five original like members, like founding members. It was it was Diddy, it was Al B. Sher, it was Kim Porter, Heavy D, and Andre Harrell. Well, Kim Porter's dead, Heavy D is dead, Andre Harrell's dead. Al B. Sher almost died. The only person who hasn't almost died is Diddy. Like, and let's also look at it. Biggie's dead. Like, Suge's in jail. <laughs> like, there's so many dead people around around Diddy. Like, there's a lot of people. Kid Cudi's car got mm-hmm. blo- blown up. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, there's a lot of, like, people either don't have careers anymore or they're not around anymore. I mean, he called it, you know, the, the East Coast Mafia. But, it, and he, he ran it like a mafia. Like, Lil Kim doesn't have a career. Foxy Brown doesn't mm-hmm. have a career. Like so many of like his really great artists, like where the hell are they? He killed their careers because they wouldn't do what he wanted them to Mace do. Mace straight up retired Allegedly. and became a reverend. Like he just straight up got out of music. Yes. And he was one of his, Diddy's biggest artist. And he's talking more now mm-hmm. too. He's really talking. He's even saying like, not that becoming a, becoming a minister wasn't real or anything like that, but basically what Diddy exposed him to in the music industry was so dark and fucked up that he was like, I can't do this. Like, this is so wrong. Like I love, I love music. I love, I love the, you know, rap and everything like that, but I can't be a part of this part right here. Like he's come out and said that, like basically without, you know, saying specifics that he's seen some dark shit from him. A lot of people are basically now saying that like they've seen dark shit come from Diddy. So, yeah, again, why I don't date musicians. Mm -mm. Same, same. Next time I see, (laughs) next time I see a chauffeur, my bot going down sunset, I won't even think, I won't even have the urge anymore to throw myself under the hood and beg for a ride. 
So no, you should just throw yourself in front. Yeah, I was going to so say throwing yourself day. on the hood could work <laughs> either way. I mean, you know, you get a lawsuit either way out of it. I'll never look at the a white party again uh, the same way again. The way things are going with Mauricio and Kyle, we might not go on Beverly Hills again. So yeah, <laughs> <sighs> I would be. I have a feeling like some of the dark, the really dark shit didn't happen to JLo. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But she had an idea, I feel like. And I really, I really think it would be great for the survivors and the people who have, don't feel that they've been able to speak out yet. If JLo, and she, I don't think she would, but if she would be willing to say whether or not she believed people, mm. if she just said, I believe these people, I think that would like mean a lot. Mm. I think it would mean a lot, not just in the public size, but really, really to the people, to the survivors. I think that would just mean so much if she just was like, I believe you. Mm. I, you I, I, I don't, I think she's, wor- but I, I, don't think say, she I think she's worked so hard to distance herself from that part of her life. Yeah. She is like this weekend. It was on TMZ today. She was, she was making out in a furniture store with Ben Affleck. She, that's, Diddy is in the rear and Diddy was another part of her life where she wasn't the A-list super mega diva empress tycoon. (laughs) I don't know as many words. So, but she was a big enough star that he couldn't treat her like the, Oh yeah. I know. I'm just saying with her ego, the way she, I I just feel like she doesn't want to revisit and go back. I I sound like I'm speaking on her behalf. I'm just, I don't know. I don't expect a lot from her. Well, but, but she likes going back. I mean, she's, she married Ben. She went back to Ben. Good point. Good point. Even Mark Anthony. Let's, let's look at Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony had been a previous boyfriend that she then went back to. She loves going back. As long as she doesn't go back and get back with Diddy. I think that's fine if she revisits them. I mean, she's trying to make this marriage work so hard. It's just like making fetch, a, you know, a thing. Like she's trying to make Benefer 3.0 a thing. We like, we keep we on. keep falling for this. Like you said, TMZ reporting a completely dumb thing about her her and Ben uh, couch shopping and they're like kissing on the couch. It's so we got to stop falling for this. It's so obvious cuz they do it every single time they get busted for fighting in public. Like a mm-hmm. week, they'll get busted for fighting in public, and then a week later, they're shopping, and he's they're all over each other. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, guys, this stop it. Yeah, like it, they've got a fight to fuck relationship. That's what they mm-hmm. have right there. Like that's what they do. They get off on it. I'm pretty sure that's what they are. They've got a padded room somewhere where they just throw each other around and then do Is it. Is this their first holiday married, or was it last year? When did they marry? We've been out. This I feel for a like while. they got married in 2022. Okay, so they've had a Christmas. So this would be their second, I think. Okay, I could be I was just thinking, like, what? I can't imagine the gifts. I, so. I can't imagine. Amazing. Oh, the passion. Well, I mean, anger, all, he, all she has to get him is Cart- like. Yeah. Cartons of Marlboro. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was my favorite picture from, from, from the year. That I was so happy to send to Jordan yeah. was the picture of Ben Affleck walking around it with a backpack and him taking a torn open carton of menth- of Marlboro menthols out of the bag. And I've never seen Jordan happier. <laughs> so you guys, you know, I like go to Vegas a lot and stuff. If ever what I look like on the airport, that is literally I have a black chance part and it's stuffed with menthols because they're not sold in L.A. anymore. So anytime I'm out of state, it's only I travel for menthols. 
I'm just like Ben Affleck, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, coffee and menthols. There you go. Same natural hairline. <laughs> Allegedly. That is right. On that note, please, please, please <laughs> don't forget to rate, rever- rate, review, don't. subscribe, and follow the Pretty Crop Podcast. You can hit us up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can follow our individual pages there. And don't forget, this is PCP Pop Culture. And of course, if you haven't already, there's the PCP Bravo Breakdown. So we'll see you next episode. Cause, cause, cause. No one can do it like we do it like like we do it like we do it cause no one can do it like we do it like we do it like we do it